0: Hey, you're listening to the GGC Life Podcast. Weekly messages from our Sunday services. We hope this message encourages you. Be blessed. It's the second time we watched that and the second time I'm crying like a baby. But you know why? Because the Bible says really clearly that we don't wrestle against flesh and blood. There's a wrestling going on for the human soul. There is a real enemy and he's, he's after people. He's after you. And the Bible says that in the beginning when God created mankind, He made Adam and Eve. When we disobeyed, when Adam disobeyed God's command, humanity plunged into darkness. We were separated from our relationship with God. Spiritual death took place in our hearts. Everyone born after that, every single person born after Adam and Eve were born into this spiritual death this darkness what we call darkness and there there is an enemy of our soul the bible says very clearly that a third of the angels fell from heaven they're the dark spirits they're the evil spirits they're the principalities and the powers the rulers of the darkness of this world that go after human souls they want to torment you they want to put condemnation on you and guilt and shame and and sin but I want to read from the gospel of John that the that Jesus is the light of the earth he is the light of heaven. Jesus came from heaven to this earth. Defeat, he defeated sin, death, the grave, completely for us on our behalf. He didn't do it for himself. He did it for you. He did it for me. And I want to I speak to believer, and maybe you're not a believer yet. Maybe you've come with that weight. Maybe you've related to this drama. And and, and a lot of things that you you face, you're angry at the world. You're angry at yourself. Maybe you carry that guilt. Maybe you carry that shame. Stuff that's happened to you even as a child and you still carry it. You blame, you blame people, you blame everything else. You haven't had peace in your soul. You haven't found peace with God. The word peace actually means to be made one. So think about that for a second. To have peace with God means to be made one with Him again. And you and I can't do it in our own strength. We can't get to God. God knew that. All the religions of the world, there's thousands of them. Just to go to India and there's there's millions of different gods. And all the religions of the world is our attempt to get to God. We, our our human effort, our made up stuff. If we do this, we might get to God. And in our own effort, in our own human strength, We can't get to God. The reality is Christianity, what Jesus came to bring, He came to us. He bridged the gap. He did it all for us. And so I want to speak to the believer too. I want to say to you and me, because I'm a believer, believe every word that God says about you. Believe absolutely every word that God says. We're going to read something right now. And it it almost is like we read and we, we, we think, can that be true did that really happen yes it really happened first it's the gospel of John verse 1 in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God can't separate God from his word the word was God and it says he was in the beginning with God all things were made through him so we're not just talking about word. Now we're talking about a person because the word was God. All things were made through him. And without him, nothing was made that was made. In him was life and the life was the light of men. See, real life is found in God. Real life is found in him alone. In him was life. It's, it's, the word in the Greek is zoe. It actually means absolute life, the God kind of life. And and, and the, the thing is, when we're talking about in the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And it goes on to say, and the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not comprehend it. When did the light shine in the darkness? When God became a man. This is talking about Jesus. So how do you know that, Leo? Do you know that for sure? 100% know that for sure. because the Bible tells us it does. And in verse 14, listen, listen to this. And the Word, remember at the beginning it was the Word. The Word was with God. The Word was God and nothing was made that was made without Him making it. He made everything. The God of the universe who spoke the universe into existence became a baby, became a man, became one of us. If God were one of us. You know that song? Well, He did become one of us. What a humbling thing to do, to become one of us. It says in verse 14, And the Word became flesh, who's that? And dwelt among us, and we beheld His glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth, that is none other than Jesus. Jesus came to this earth. Who was he? He was God. But he emptied himself of the privilege of being God when he became a man. And he, he became a complete full man. Jesus referred to himself as the son of Adam. Son of man means son of Adam a lot. Because when he, when he came to this earth, he had to do something. He came for a reason and a purpose. Jesus says, I've come to seek and save those that are lost. He also says he basically came to die for the sins of the world. Jesus knew he was born so he could die. His purpose was to die, not for himself, but for the sins of the world, for you and I. Jesus didn't have to die for his own sins because he had no sin. Born for a virgin birth, lived and obeyed God completely perfect as the son of his beautiful heavenly father. Obeyed God completely because he never sinned, he could pay the penalty for everyone else that did sin. This is good news. You actually believe this, it's good news. I mean, gospel means good news. Whenever we share about the good news, people should hear, that's good news. Because I thought we had to do stuff. I thought if I did this, I did this, and I'd be good enough. To do and, and then maybe one day if I'm good enough, God will forgive me. That's what religion tells you. We don't have religion. We have a relationship with God that was brought to us by him. He did it for us. Look what it says here. The light shined in darkness. I want want, want us to get this, grip this, and the darkness didn't comprehend it. Jesus came. People didn't understand Him. People didn't get it. Imagine being God and becoming a man to reach your creation, your sons and daughters that you absolutely uh, are dearly in love with, love that we cannot even comprehend yet. It's going to take you a lifetime. And I'm telling you, it's going to take you eternity in heaven to know this love. And after you've been there for billions of years, you still don't know it all. I'm talking about his love. You still get to fall in love with him more and more. And it says, There was a man sent from God whose name was John. And we know that John the baptizer. This man came for a witness to bear witness of the light. That all through him, talking about the light, might believe he was not that light but was sent to bear witness of that light that was the true light to about jesus which gives light to every man coming into the world jesus gives light to every person that comes into the world he was in the world and the world was made through him and the world did not know him again just think of the reality of that that god became a man he created everything and the world didn't and the very People He created crucified Him. He came to His own, and His own did not receive Him. But, I love this. What a beautiful promise. But as many as received Him. As many as received Him. What does that word receive mean? It means to take a hold of in reality and experience. It's not a head knowledge belief. It's not a head knowledge. It's not just here, I'm telling you. To receive is to actually take a hold of him in relationship so we're not talking about religion we're relationship accepting him for as many as received him and I don't know about you I received him at the age of 19 so I I, I can watch this drama unfold and why do we relate to it because I was there I was the one struggling with guilt and shame and condemnation and insecurity and fear fear that if I died I'm gonna have to stand before God there's some realities that the Bible says that are so true that I know for, a, I'm just 100% convinced it's going to happen. And the Bible says a couple of things. One of the things that says that every, every knee will bow, every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. That day is going to happen for every believer and non-believer. Every person that says, I don't believe in God, I'm, I'm an atheist. I don't, I you know. Anyone that ridicules, mocks, or doesn't believe in God at all, they will st- one day when they die and it's all over, they will stand before Jesus and they'll kneel and they'll confess His Lordship. does not mean that they believe. It just means it will happen. It doesn't mean that they're saved. Not at all. It just means it will happen. Because when you're Lord and you see Him as Lord, you will bow the knee. Because you'll you'll then believe. I'll tell you another thing that's going to happen and is 100% going to happen. Jesus said it himself. That every single person will stand before the judgment seat of God. And you will give an account of every word and every thought, every emotion, every motive that ever came through you. Everything. You'll stand before God and give account of your life. That should be a scary thought without the good news. But with the good news. See, good news is only good news if it's in the context of bad news. There's got to be some bad news if good news has to be good news. The bad news is we're all separated from God, born in darkness. There's, a, there's an enemy of our soul that's trying to get us, and we're lost without God and without hope. That's the bad news. And if we die without accepting Jesus Christ as our Lord, we will go a Christless eternity in hell. That's what the Bible teaches, right throughout the Bible. Can't escape that. That's bad news. The good news is He did it all for you. That's pretty good news. That He, Jesus, it talks about, listen, He says, But as many as received Him, to them He gave the right to become, believe this, children of God. He gives you the right, the authority to become children of God. To those who believe in His name. What are we supposed to do? Believe in His name. The book of Acts says that there's no other name given among men under heaven where we can be saved. No other name except the name of Jesus. And it's talking about His death, burial, and resurrection. Why? Because on that cross, Jesus died for your sin and my sin. He paid the penalty on my behalf. What a good God. Became a man and He took my place. Consumed the judgment of God, in a sense, so that I could be forgiven if. I turn away from my sin and give my life to Him. So, but you see how good He is? When you see how magnificently beautiful and loving that Jesus, how loving He is. When you see Him as love, no one will hold their life back. Why would you? You think you can live your life better than He can live through you? No way in the world. No way in the world. You know, Romans, I just want to show you something that sometimes we don't re- we just... Even as believers, we've got to grow in this revelation of His love. We've got to start to understand how much He's in love with us. It's so the only way you're going to walk in holiness and purity and righteousness, even as a believer, is because you're in love with Him. Perfect love, matured love, Bible says, cast out all fear. All fear. Fear, and it says, because fear has torment. Anything to do with fear torments your soul. Guilt, shame, condemnation. It's connected to fear. But if you walked into the presence of Jesus and you saw how much He loved you, everything about your negativity, sinfulness, everything you've ever done wrong, He's not looking at it. He just sees how much He values you. He just sees how how special you are, how precious you are, how much He loves you. Because of His perfect, matured love, when you come into that, you realize He's not even looking at that. He looks at your potential, how much you're loved. You know, the Bible says that Jesus says, if you understood how the kingdom of God operated, if you really, it's like a pearl of great price. It's like finding a field that's so, so valuable, you go and sell everything you've got, everything you've got to get the field. I'm talking about the kingdom of heaven. In other words, the kingdom of heaven is so valuable when you know how valuable it is. Everything you, I don't care if you own 10 houses, holiday homes, I don't care how much, how much money you've got, you'd sell it all because that's more valuable than what you've got if you had to sell it all to get it. But guess what? God did that for you. You know, he, when you get a revelation of the value of who, who Jesus is in heaven, of course you'll be willing to give up everything to, to receive how magnificent He is. He did it for you already. And in Romans um, 9, I just want to quickly show you something. It, it blows my heart. Uh, just, it just explodes my heart when I see Paul, the apostle, filled with this love of Christ. He's filled with the same love. He says, I tell you the truth in Christ. I tell you the truth. This is Scripture. He can, he's not even exaggerating, just so you know. He says, I am not lying. My conscience also bearing me witness in the Holy Spirit. He's writing Holy Scripture. And he says, my conscience is bearing me witness with the Holy Spirit that I have great sorrow and continual grief in my heart. So when you love people, you will hurt. When you love people, really love them with the love of Christ and lost people, your lost family, people that don't know Jesus, your heart will break for them. It's okay to feel that pain. Sometimes in our humanness, I don't want to feel pain. I just want to feel nice. Love feels the pain. And Paul says, for I could wish, it's 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 not exaggerating. I could wish that I may, I myself were accursed from Christ for my brother's sake my countrymen according to the flesh who are israelites to whom pertain the adoption the glory the covenants the giving of the law the services of god and the promises of god he's basically saying in his own words if it were needed and if it were possible thank god it wasn't needed and it's not possible basically he says if i could have been a curse for christ for their sake i would go to hell for my families for for people that i love that sounds a bit crazy, I know. But I, th- I tried to put it real to me. I thought, my children, I love them so dearly. And if you're a parent, you probably would do the same. But if, 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 just if, I know it's never ever going to happen. It's never needed to happen because Jesus did it for us. But if you knew they were going to go to hell for all eternity, your kids, or you would go in their place instead of them so they don't have to go. As a father or a mother, I thought, it's hard to think about it. I thought, but I'd, I'd do it have to do it if I needed to do it thank God I don't need to do it but what is that that's the love of Christ in a person in Paul but you know what I want us to see is Christ if he needed to have gone to hell for all eternity just so that you didn't have to I'm telling you with all of God's love and mercy he would have done it for you we know that when he died on the cross That was sufficient. He was the perfect lamb. He was sinless. So when he dies on that cross, he took on sin. The Bible says he became sin that that you might become the righteousness of God in him. What does it mean to become sin? He's, he's, He's got a spirit. He's got a soul. He's got a body. He's fully man. And his spirit spiritually died separated from God. He says, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? God had to leave him for him to spiritually die. Then his physical body could die. If God stayed in him, he could not die. God had to leave him. He had to become sin first. Spirit dies, separated from God. That's what spiritual death means. The spirit's still there, but it's dead to God. We were born in that spiritual dead state, dead in our spirit. But the Bible says him, when you put your faith in Christ, you who were dead in your sins and the trespasses of of your sins, he made alive in Christ. He resurrected your dead spirit when you put your faith in him. That's what the born again experience means. To be born again. Look at this. Look at this. We're talking about believing in His name. Verse 13. Who were born not of blood. We're talking about people getting born of God. Not of the will of the flesh. You can't do this in your own will. Your own strength. You can't. Well, I hear what you're saying, but how good do I have to be? To be forgiven. What do I have to do? So that's wrong, wrong question. Wrong answer. Wrong question. Yeah. It's a wrong question. You're going to get a wrong answer. It, 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 it says nor of the will of man. Your will in your humanness, your human strength, it didn't get you born again. It just says, but of God. In other words, born of God. He used the Word of God, the Gospel, and He used the Spirit of God to resurrect your dead spirit when you believe the Gospel. It's faith in the Gospel, what Jesus did, and you get resurrected. Believe in His name, and you get born of God. And you have the right to be, call the child of God and it's a free gift this is a beautiful thing it's a free gift we're gonna, I'm going to give you an opportunity to make peace with God and accept Jesus Christ as your Lord we're going go to we're gonna sing some powerful songs of carols a presence of God when they did it this morning at 9am the presence of God came strong I want to ask you allow the Holy Spirit touch your heart you can say yes right now you can say it's it I surrender my soul I didn't know He loved me that much. I didn't know He died for me. Take it personal. You don't have to do a thing to be forgiven. You just have to accept His mercy and accept His grace. It is that beautiful picture of surrendered. I let go of my life because I trust you have a better life for me. Living my life with you is far better than me trying to live my life my own way. Far better. can't even compare. So we're going to give everyone an opportunity. If you don't already know Jesus Christ as your Lord, you can do that today and have peace with God. Have your sins completely forgiven and, and start a relationship with Him. It's all, it's all about relationship. Amen. You've been listening to the GGC Life Podcast. We hope this message has encouraged you. For more please visit our website, ggclife.com, or email us, ggclife at ggclife.com. From our house to yours, be blessed.